We are back on the Battle Round, broadcasting from the live casino hotel studios. Stan the Fan and Craig Heiss joining us is an old friend uh, who makes us feel old because he isn't that old. And it's former Orioles right-handed pitcher, now retired baseball pitcher, Steve Johnson. Steve, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? We're doing great. You know Craig pretty well, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. How are you doing, Steve? Good to see you. Or talk to good, you anyway. Good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to ask you, we're on to talk about optimal baseball performance, but I do have to ask you, and I'll probably continue to ask you this for about another two years. You made the decision uh, last season uh, when things weren't breaking the right way for you to say, hey, I'm, I'm done with my days as a baseball pitcher, a baseball player professionally. Now you've, you've gotten a chance to watch a, a full year of baseball when you watch the caliber of pitching that's in the game today, are you convinced you made the right decision? <laughs> um, you know, it, it's tough when you when you when you see it um, and you see people, you know, maybe having a, a tough time out there. Um, that hey, maybe maybe uh, maybe I could start up again and and uh, try and get out there. But um, yeah, it's always in the back of your head a little bit. But yeah. at the same time. Um, I knew how I was feeling last year with my own, and uh, I knew what it took to to kind of keep it going, and then I would have had to stay away from my family, and honestly, uh, near the end there, there started to be other things that were a little more important, and I knew that once that crept into my mind at all, that baseball wasn't 100%, that I wouldn't, that it wasn't going to happen, so I always told myself that, but you know, you need to be all in for baseball. You need to be away from your family. You need to have that mental, um, the mental side of things that you need to kind of get over. Um, if that starts creeping into your mind a little bit when you go out there, you're not 100 percent all in baseball, and that's that's not good. It's not going to lead to good results. So Steve, Steve I think I made the right decision. Steve, along those lines, what kind of communication did you have with Dad in helping you, or if he did help you, make that decision? Um, it's probably been the last couple of years of my career we just kind of bouncing things off each other and you know you don't ever especially when I, I was fortunate enough to get to the big leagues um you don't ever think you're done <laughs> you don't ever want to think about when you're done or when you're going to be um just things about the free agency not not being able to get a job no one being really interested um it kind of makes you start thinking about it real quick and uh with him he, he just said you know you need to be happy um, if you're not happy going out there and being away from everybody anymore, then, then hey, maybe it's time to, uh, to, to hang it up as long as you're comfortable with it. And, uh, you know, he had the same thing when he was at the end of my, or his career. I was starting to grow up, and he was with the Tigers, and he, he, didn't, he was even in the big leagues. And he was like, I don't, I don't want to be away from my kid. So um, he had to make those decisions, and he retired in the big leagues. So it was, just, it was, it was good having him there to talk to, but uh, as always. So, so I, I when when I talked to you last summer, late in the season, um, and you had announced your retirement, we had you on the TV show. I think it was like last uh, August or September, and you were talking at that time about going to Towson and doing some stuff with physical therapy. You know, learning learning some things about physical therapy. Did you in fact do that? And how did that? morph into what you're doing with uh your new company optimal baseball performance yeah I'm, I'm going to i'm going to school now i'm not going to towson yet i hope to go into towson i figured i'd start 
at um, at CCBC right okay. now, going into uh, exercise science, and I'm about a semester and a half in, and um, you know it's it's going well. I feel like it'll really help me understand more about what I've already learned in the whole business side of things and, and what I'm going to teach. But it'll just help me maybe explain it better, um, understand how things work better. Um, but yeah, I'm in the process of going to school and um, starting this thing up, but uh, it's definitely going to help me kind of relate to, to what I already know, um, but kind of make me a little more knowledgeable on, on each subject of how the body works. All right, and that is an awfully important aspect of uh, any sports performance, of knowing how the body works and understanding uh, how to get your optimal performance. So your dad was a, a baseball a pitching teacher, uh, and he had a facility at his home. I think it was a it, was it a mound and some video equipment. Uh, tell us what Dad had and how you're sort of taking that over and taking it up a notch or two. Yeah, so we were fortunate enough to we just basically had a huge cage on um, a floor in in the house growing up, and uh, it was basically like walking into any batting cage that that you'd see anywhere but he did lessons up there for a while and our baseball teams worked out of there uh when it rained in the winter and everything when i was when i was growing up and i did all of my uh throwing but it's um plenty of space to to do exactly what i'm trying to do now and he was a little more just mechanics and what i'm offering is more of a uh you know a functional strength workout um along with mechanical training and trying to um, sync those two things up um, together to to uh, to get the most out of it because a lot of guys they're a little unbalanced they're a little unstable and especially uh, young guys especially and and you don't really want to work them through anything too hard but you can work on balance and stability and uh, that'll go a long way when when they uh, when they do start to grow. So uh, so um, what age group are you working with with your with your company Optimal Baseball Performance? What age are you sort of aiming at? Is there a sweet spot of like 12 to 17? Is that about the, the age range? Well, I mean, you can do younger kids uh, around, I would say I have an eight-year-old that is working. Um, it just depends, obviously, on what type of kid. Um, there's 12-year-olds who aren't ready to, mm-hmm. to have instruction, and sometimes there's seven-year-olds who are all in. You know, And it just that's based on what type of kid you have. But uh, I would say anywhere from, uh, obviously you can't do things that you can do with an eight or, or you can't do things with an eight year old that you can do with a 15 year old. And it's just, you got to monitor it a little bit better, but uh, there are things that you can work on that are still going to help the eight year old be very consistent um, with what he has working right then. I so I would say eight to pro, I would think is, a, you know, you can go, okay. this, this training program can be for, for anyone in that range. I remember growing up and playing uh, uh, pickup games up on the lot at Kenwood or or back on the backfields there. And uh, don't tell your dad about you know Kenwood and you know <laughs> <laughs> Overly. You know Dave, Dave went to Overly, so <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, and we were arch rivals, by the way. Anyway, uh, I you know I remember that, and you know kids if they're interested in baseball at that age. I think, and they're out there playing it, whether they're playing, you know, Little League or whatever, they always think, I think, that you have a shot at making it somehow, some way. When you're teaching kids, 
how do you convey that message that, you know, yeah, it's great to get out here, it's great to learn the game, it's great to play the game, but, you know, not everybody makes it, you know, to the extent that they think they're going to make it. Yeah, and that's a that's a tough thing. You don't want to really, you don't want to put a, um, you know, as a kid, you you don't you don't really realize how how long what it takes to actually get there. I mean, yeah. even as a high school kid, you're really not even sure because you haven't been through it. Um, so it's really tough to kind of put that on them and have them be able to understand it. But what you can do is at least explain to them maybe the work that it takes to get there, and um, that you can still have fun, but you have to work at it just like anything. So you have homework and you're not good at it, you have to work at it. Um, you have to ask questions, you have to do the homework, and you have to hopefully get better at it, and you'll understand it. And it's the same thing with mechanics. It's the same thing with your body. It's, it's understanding what you do well and, and also what you don't do well, and uh, maybe getting some help and maybe compete a little bit better through, through the years. And if you do that on, on a number of times, and I think over that, and over again. I think that's what they say about life lessons. They say sports teaches a lot of life life's lessons, and you can certainly learn things in life by by doing exactly or listening to guys like Dave or like Steve. Yeah, I mean, there's baseball teaches a lot, and it'll teach teach how to deal with failure because there's a lot of it in this game. Yep. But it'll also teach you how to be a good teammate, teach you how to work together, and uh, there's a lot of good things that baseball can provide. And, Honestly, you know, a lot of a lot of teens, a lot of kids stop playing sports by. I think they said seventy percent of kids stop playing team sports at like fourteen. Um, and if if I can work with some kids and get them a little better at it, so they enjoy it a little more, maybe they'll continue to play. We're talking with Steve Johnson, some of former son of former Oriole pitcher and Masson uh, analyst. Dave Johnson. Steve has uh, started up uh, an optimal baseball performance uh, teaching um, regimen. And uh, Steve, we're going to have you on periodically to talk about this and promote this. But I wanted to, I asked you to send me some bullet points and one that caught my eye very quickly this morning. And I think speaks to the core of what you're doing is you say a lot of lessons teach mechanics without the knowledge of whether the athlete can physically do what you're telling them. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, how you assess that? Is it just your eyeballs, or is it equipment that measures certain things, whether you know whether a kid can physically do what you're asking them to do? Uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty important. That's something that really um, I've just learned just over the last couple of years working with um, the people that I, w- I was training with, and uh, actually they. So I don't know if you know anything about the TPI golf program they have out in California, but golfers have been doing this stuff for a while, and um, they teamed up to do a baseball side of it. They feel like they, the delivery, it's biomechanics, it's rotational. They can figure out ways that they can improve it. Um, so they created a physical screen that you can go and you have about 13 to 17 tests that they do with that they're not when they're not loose, just simple flexibility things, seeing how far they can rotate, see if they can uh, rotate their hips without moving their shoulders or upper body. Um, things that are specific for baseball for you to have an efficient delivery. And, um, you know, if you can figure out what they can do, then you can actually tell them what, what to do. But if they can't do what you're telling them to do or their physical limitations don't allow them to, now right. you have to work on that. 
before you can get them to actually work on the mechanics of it. And they might have to do a couple flexibility exercises or some some weeks of you know rotation, try and get gain some more rotation out of their hips or or, or shoulders. So it's kind of pinpoints exactly where they need help, and then you add a video analysis to that. And now you have a really good idea on where they need to work. So just just quickly, because I know you got a lesson coming up, and I don't want to keep you beyond when I told you I'd keep you. But so suppose you see a kid can't do something, and you give them sort of some prescribed some exercises they need to do. Is that homework that they then do at home, or do they do those things in front of you so they know that they're doing them right? Well, I I would say that the first part. Um, I would show them what they need to do, okay. um, and then they would take that. And if they really want to get better at it as quick as as quick as they can, they continue to do it at home. And okay. a lot of these things that I'm I'm doing is things that they can do at home. They should be doing them once or twice a week when they're not coming in to see me. That okay. way, when they come to see me, they've already have you know way more homework and training at home. So they should be getting better a little sooner, and we can move on to the next thing. And that's the goal. Um, so. It'll eventually become more second nature. Second nature to them. Exactly. They'll, yeah. they'll be. They should be getting the idea that hey, I need to do this at home. If they get used to doing a bunch of stuff at home, then when they're working on the mechanics, when they're working on flexibility, they'll just continue to do it. And if they get in that mindset, then they'll be they'll be doing they'll be doing great once they get into uh, the more advanced stuff. And I assume you've got the video to show them how they were doing it three weeks ago, and now that they've been doing some homework. You got the video to show. You see how you're moving this side more flexibly and uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and and the video is is important just because of a visual. You know, yep. a lot of guys are like, I'm not doing that, and you look at the video and you're like, here, it's, it's okay that you're doing it. We're gonna right. fix it. Right. But as long as you can see, this is what you're doing, and then we also have have some video of some players who you know are in the big leagues, and we can show them like, look, this is how the most efficient person does this. Okay, and they're the best of the best. You're not, but you're not there yet, and that's okay. But this is what you're looking for. You want it more like this, and you can show them both sides of it. So it's it, it's really good, and it'll help them uh, understand what they need to do, and they'll want to get better. All right, it's optimalbaseball at gmail dot com is the way to contact Dave uh, Steve Johnson. Excuse me, I'll probably do that a hundred times. <laughs> hey, optimal, it's my whole life. It's okay. op, optimalbaseball at gmail dot com or call Steve for um, information about Optimal Baseball at 410-608-8023. And if you want to see the Facebook page, go to facebook.com slash Optimal Baseball. All right? Steve, thanks for coming on on this initial discussion of this. We'll uh, promise to keep folks out there informed and get the word out for you. All right? Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. All right.